We are recording this fucking podcast. We are recording this fucking podcast. We are recording this fucking podcast. Even though we probably shouldn't. Uh, a long, long time ago, uh, I grew up outside the great metropolis of Buffalo, New York. I grew up in a town called Clarence, good old Clarence. Our high school was Clarence High School. <laughs> very, uh, very, very smart planning on their part to have the high school has the same name as the town. <laughs> it's good planning. It's weird, the mailing address is technically, it's Williamsville. But, and it was always Williamsville as a kid. But now they're getting goofy. Now they're saying Buffalo. Like, if you were to, like, uh, punch it into the, the post office, like, the zip code is 14221. So if you punch in 14221, it'll come up Buffalo. Even though always and forever was Williamsville, and technically Williamsville... The town over is like a buffer town in between Clarence and and, uh, and Buffalo. It's uh, Clarence, Williamsville, Amherst, Buffalo. There you fucking go. Whatever. Who cares? It's not part of the story. <laughs> Grew up on a street that had, I don't know, let's see, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, twelve houses on it, approximately. And at some point in my life, <laughs> I mowed each and every one of the lawns on that fucking street at one point or the other. Whether it was a regular thing or an offshoot thing, I think there was always once when I was a kid, I, I mowed lawns. And it was just an easy way for me to make some extra money. Was I any good at it? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I definitely didn't charge an extravagant amount. I was like, I think I was pretty much like, pay me what you want to pay me. And I left it up to them. Because I wasn't, it wasn't like I had another job or anything. So I'm like, if I was out there and I mowed their lawn for an hour and they gave me five bucks, that's five bucks in my pocket that I wouldn't have had otherwise. So... I just used my dad's lawnmower and the gas. <laughs> Fuck. All time, time inclusive. That's all it was. So uh, I, I'm across the one, the, the one house across the street from my parents' house was not one that I normally mowed, but I guess their lawnmower died or something. I don't know what the fuck happened, right? They needed something to mow the lawn. I'm the guy. Hey, do you know anyone who mows the lawn? Yeah, how about that fucking dumbass kid who lives in that house who seemingly mows everybody else's lawn? Oh, fuck yeah, that's a good idea. I should probably ask that idiot. <laughs> so I'm mowing the lawn. And then unbeknownst to me in this lawn, like it's a lawn, there's no issues with this lawn. It's a regular lawn, right? It's not super big. There's no crazy landscaping decorations in it. Nothing, you know, no hills, no, no big trees, nothing fucking crazy, right? So unbeknownst to me, though, there were these, uh, I, 
what are they yellow jackets is that is, is that what they are they're the, the those fucking motherfuckers where they they burrow into the ground their nest is like in the ground right and they just kind of, they dig a hole and then they'll just fly out of the hole they don't have a, a papered nest like in a tree or anything like that i think it's the yellow jackets so I'm just mowing the lawn. I have no fucking clue that this nest is there. I'm assuming the people who lived in the house had no idea that nest was there, right? If they did, they didn't tell me. They're like, surprise, motherfucker. Because I ran over the hole. <laughs> and those, those fuckers were pissed. <laughs> They're like, hey, we were just trying to sleep down here, bitch. <laughs> And they come out, and they fucking attack me. <laughs> They're coming out. They got their stingers out. I'm assuming these bitches fucking can sting you more than once. They're just going to town on me. I'm like, I ran across the street to my yard. I'm rolling around in the yard. <laughs> I'm just yelling like a banshee. I probably yelled out, fuck. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Why? <laughs> and this is um, this is the early '80s, so the lawnmowers, the lawnmowers, still going, right? This isn't all the lawnmowers today have like that bar that you you know these the push mowers have that bar that you're supposed to hold. And then, so then, like, you know, it's the safety device. But if you let go of the bar, then the motor will shut off. Well, this is the 80s where we didn't believe in safety of any kind. No one wore helmets. <laughs> we all smoked cigarettes, even when we were in the third grade. <laughs> and lawnmowers would just continuously go until it ran out of gas. That's the only way you could get it to stop, is let it run out of gas. <laughs> So I always had to make sure you just put in the right amount of gas. You know, you couldn't, you didn't fill it up. That's, what are you, stupid? What are you, mowing a fucking goddamn golf course? Get out of here with that shit. So the lawnmower's just fucking going too. Like it's just standing there. It's not self-propelling or anything. It's just standing there going. I probably should, I should have just tried to have left it over the fucking hole. And so it would have maybe chopped some of them motherfuckers. Just fucking, you know, fucking yellow jacket bits are flying out of the fucking side of the lawnmower. Grass and dirt and jacket bits. <laughs> so, I, like I said, I'm just yelling like a bitch because it hurts. And I had been stung multiple times in my leg, uh, my arms, my ear. Jesus, God, that was fucking brutal. Thankfully, I apparently, since I'm still around today, I did not have any kind of bee allergy. Fuck those bees. I am not afraid of bees at all. Bees get in the goddamn van with me all the time, and I, I will punch a goddamn bee. <laughs> I have. I've punched a bee right in the face. Did it do anything to it? No, not really. Did it make me feel better? Fuck yeah, I did. Punch a bee in the face. 
and you'll feel better. Unless, of course, you're allergic to bee stings, then you probably don't want to do it. So, I'm like I said, I'm rolling around just kind of yelling fuck, and one of the neighbors comes over. Not the neighbor of the home that I was actually mowing the lawn, but like one of the other neighbors comes over, and he's like, what's happening? Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, the bees! The bees! <laughs> and he was like, oh my God. So we, he went over and he turned off the lawnmower. We just let it sit there. And uh, I did not finish mowing the lawn. I don't, at least I don't remember finish mowing the lawn. And I think, if I remember correctly, what, what we did is, because again, I remind everybody, this is the early 80s and we did not believe in safety. I think later that evening we poured some gas. We poured gas down that fucking hole and we sent those goddamn yellow jackets back to the Stone Age. We nuked those bitches. They're now in hell. That's if I remember correctly, and I'm pretty sure that I do, even though I have the beginning stages of dementia. So yeah, fuck those things. It was always an adventure. Mowing lawns, always weird fucking things. I have... Uh, for a couple summers, I had those in the backyard I'm currently living in now. And it was the same thing. They would just fucking, I don't know where they came from or how they managed to dig such big fucking holes. But I remember dumping water down it. And then I, you know, one time I just went to a store and I got whatever raid or whatever the shit. Nuked them back to the Stone Age with that. And then he just kind of put a rock over the hole. It was only like two summers I had to deal with them. Just a fucking pain in the ass. And then when I lived in, uh, when I lived in Georgia, I never mowed the lawn there. I don't know if we fucking, if there was a service, like the guy who owned the house that I lived in, if, like, if he had a lawn mowing company come and mow the lawn. I know I never mowed the lawn, or at least I don't remember ever mowing the lawn, but... I would go out in the lawn on like my days off. I didn't have very many days off. I have my golf clubs. And we had a pretty big lawn. I mean, nothing where I could launch golf balls, but I would, you know, just take out my nine wedge, pitch and wedge. You know, and I would just fucking hit the golf balls around. And that's when I discovered they had like fucking, what are they, fire ants or something? The, those fucking crazy ants that love to fucking bite you? They're out, they were out there. Some crazy fucking ant motherfuckers were out there. So I'm just out there swinging the golf golf club, hitting these goddamn like ant hills, not necessarily knowing what the fuck's going on. So those things got pissed, and thankfully I'm a human being and can outrun an ant. <laughs> but that was always weird too. Fuck insects. Why are they here? To provide food for other things, Stu, you dumbass. Oh, yeah, I forgot. There's a purpose for everything. Sometimes we can't quite figure out what the purpose is, but there is a purpose for everything. But there you go. But, uh, but hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. How was your day, everybody? How was your day? Well, first I got to do this. Hey, it's your boy, Stu McAllister. <laughs> I always forget. It's your boy, Stu McAllister. Your host of the Elemental Podcast. Uh, with me, as always, are the two dogs. I got the two dogs sitting next to me at the end of the couch. Sadie Dog and Ween Dog. Uh, 
I don't know where the cats are because I got the door closed to the porch. They might be out there. I am not sure. Who the fuck knows? But you're caught up. But how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it a good day? Was it? I hope it was because today is Thursday, September 22nd, 2020. So hopefully it was a good day. If you had to work, hopefully it was easy peasy. If you had to go to school, hopefully you didn't have any pop quizzes. Hopefully it was just a good day. If it wasn't a good day, have a beer, watch some Thursday night football, go to bed, wake up tomorrow, and tomorrow will be a better day because it's Friday. Friday, motherfucker. It's a Friday, motherfucker. That's what it is. Uh, I had to work today. I took the dogs with me to work today. Because it was going to be kind of a long day, and I'm like, all right, dogs. Uh, for those who are new to the podcast, uh, I'm Stu McAllister, the host. Uh, I used to uh, do comedy for a living, stand-up comedy. I used to be a social worker, and now I make bad choices. And the bad choice that I've made now is I drive around in a dip and dot van selling ice cream to uh, bars and gas stations and schools and shit like that. How about, how about that, everybody? How about that? So, uh, so I took the dogs with me today, right? We're, we're, I'm going to Flint. You guys jealous? I got to go to Flint today. And when I say Flint, I mean Flint. There's a lot of shit in Flint. See a lot of dilapidated homes and businesses. They're all graffitied up. It's awful. It's, it's awful to see. Everybody. I always feel very bad. And I feel bad for the people who, who live there and are around it, and you just wish things were better. Do I have the answers for it? Fuck no, I don't have the answers for it. I wish somebody did. So uh, I take the dogs with me, and uh, for those who, who subscribe to the Patreon, they already know this. My dog had some, Sadie dog had some eye issues. I thought she had like a cut on her eyeball. Uh, but it wasn't a cut. There was actually, there's something wrong with her eyeball. <laughs> no, no. Because it was swollen. Hi, say I'll get back up here. Thank It was swollen, and it's pretty leaky, and it was uh, leaking like mucus, green shit, yellow shit. Where are you going now? You just got back up here. It was not good. So I had to, I called my vet. I was like, ah, fuck. My dog, she's having eyeball issues. You're probably going to have to remove it. You're going to have to scoop it out like a melon ball. But uh, they're like, all right, can you do us a favor? I'm like, what? They're like, can you take a picture of it and send it to us? I'm like, all right. So I take a couple pictures of it. I send it to them. And they're like, oh, yeah, you should probably bring her in. We're, we're probably going to have to pluck it out. With some tweezers. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Can I, can I f film it for Facebook? Can I do a Facebook Live of the amputation on my dog's eyeball? So we're trying to figure out when, when I could come in. And they're like, okay, can you be here at 4.30? I'm like, fuck yeah, I can. It was a long day for me, everybody. But I was like, yes, I, I can make sure I'm there by 4.30. So I go throughout my day. I get everything done. It's a pretty easy route, to be perfectly honest. But then my boss was like, you got to go up to the school in Bay City. I'm like, ah, fuck you. God damn it. So I drive up there. 
go to the school. It just it added like an extra two and a half hours to my day doing this fucking thing. So I, I do it. I get back to the warehouse. I lo load up the van. My day is goofy tomorrow because I got a dentist appointment. And so what my boss would want me to do, he's having the old van do. So the old man's got to take my van. It works a fucking fiasco, everybody. A lot, Two of our vans are in the shop. It's all shit. So uh, I'm like, all right. So we, I get, I get Sadie dog. We, we get back to the warehouse. Everything is okay. I get her to the vet on time. I got both dogs with me, so they both come with me. Wean dog, my other dog, Wean dog, really hates the vet. She gets very anxious about it. She gets very shaky. She's a little barky. She might, my, my so Wean dog's a little high strung to be given with anyway. But we get in there. The vet tech comes, eyeballs Sadie dog. Tries to give him, she had a can of Cheese Whiz. Now, does your vet have a can of Cheese Whiz in the examination room? I had never seen this before. She was trying to give my dogs Cheese Whiz. And for whatever reason, both of the dogs were, were fairly indifferent to the Cheese Whiz. Now, eventually, they did eat it because they're fucking dogs and dogs eat, will eat their own shit. <laughs> She probably should have just came in and said, hey, would your dog like some shit? Yes. Yes, they would. They would love to eat some shit. <laughs> Save yourself that can of Cheese Whiz. Save it for the Super Bowl. So they, she came in, and then she took Sadie in the back, and I don't know, they did whatever they were supposed to do. And they, then they brought her back to me, and she's like, all right, the vet will talk. come out and talk to you. Say, what are you doing? Hey, hey, Sadie. She's being a weirdo. She's licking the dog bed. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with my dogs. Um, so she brings her back, and then the vet, the vet comes. And the vet, I've never talked to this vet before, too. They, doctors in general... Do their bedside manners just suck? Does their social manners suck? Is it? Are they kind of like judges? Whenever I've had to deal with a judge, I had to deal with judges a lot when I was a social worker. They're they're poor at social skills. There's no like introduction. Hey, I am uh, the vet. My name is uh, Steve Jones or whatever the fuck. I'm the judge. My name's Priscilla Johnson. All right, whatever. I don't give a shit. But the, it's just, there's that whole social thing. I'm like, hey, let me try and make you feel comfortable. They just come right in with the diagnosis. This is what we're doing. We're going to give you pills and uh, eye drops and whatever. Okay. I mean, he seemed nice enough, but it's just kind of weird. Like, can you just introduce yourself, Doc? He's wearing jeans, too. Do doctors wear jeans? Or was it maybe like... He did not know he would have one more fucking appointment and he's changing he's changing at work into like his chilling clothes. I wanna tell you this too, bro. I cannot tell you the last time I wore jeans. I I have officially become an old man because I no longer am wearing dungarees. I'm all about the slacks. Where are my slacks? <laughs> Fuck. So I am just grateful, everybody, that I just I have to give her some pills for like a week or ten days. And I gotta put eye drops in her eyeballs like three times a day, which that will be a pain in the ass. 
but I'm grateful that it's just that and not more because she's such an old dog. She's 13. I, I mean, it really was one of those things that like they were going to tell me like, oh yeah, fuck, it's, uh, it's cancer. She's got eyeball cancer. And uh, we're just going to have to pluck that thing out, like, with a melon baller. I'm like, ah, fuck, can I record it for Facebook? <laughs> so thankfully, it's not that. But it still is one of those things like, shit, because I had to go to the vet, and going to the vet's never fucking cheap. So Sadie Dog, despite the fact that she's an old fucking dog, I got a lot of money invested in that bitch. I got a lot of money invested in you, Sadie Dog, you old fuck. <laughs> She's an old fuck. So yeah, so that's it. That's that was my day, everybody. That was my day. Interesting day, long day, a lot of driving. When I was at one of my stops, the the cashier lady. I'm in I'm in a lot of Podunk towns. So even though it was a Flint route, I was in the this Podunk town. God, which Podunk town was it? Mm. Even though we're near Flint, it's very country. And I'm in this little gas station place, and it's everybody knows everybody else, and everyone's like, hey, how's your mom? And, you know, whatever. Ah, we'll see you at the fish fry tomorrow. Shit like that, you know, all that garbage. Mayberry shit. And the woman's just talking about the, the register lady. She's like, oh, yeah, you know. She's like, I hate driving. Because when I was a kid... We had to go somewhere. You know, we're going on vacation. We're going somewhere. My, we would always leave at like 3 in the morning. And then we get in the car. And then my dad would just tell us to go back to sleep. So she's like, every time I get in the car, I just want to go to sleep. And I'm like going, what? <laughs> Aren't you're you're fucking an adult now. Like you realize that you don't have to go to sleep in the car. Like you can fucking totally train yourself because I'm gonna tell you the same thing. My parents would always want to leave fucking early too. We'd get up at like maybe not three, but you know four or five in the morning. Get in the man the the station wagon. We always had station wagons, and then we'd go to fucking Virginia or North Carolina or whatever. We'd just fucking drive, and it would be hellacious because you know what everybody. Back then in the 70s and 80s, there really wasn't shit to fucking do. We didn't have goddamn fucking smartphones. We didn't have serious satellite radio. There weren't even CD players. Maybe if you were lucky, you had a tape player. But I don't recall ever having a tape player in a fucking car when I was a kid. So you just have to listen to whatever fucking came on the goddamn AM station that you might fucking find in Podunk goddamn Ohio or whatever. And then... So then you just have to play weird fucking games with your parents. You play like the license plate game or the uh, I Spy game or whatever. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. As a kid, you thought it was the greatest of all time. But looking back at it now, you're like, ah, oh, God, I was just dumb as shit. I played the license plate game, which was nothing more than looking at license plates of cars that were driving by. What a dumb game. <laughs> but we did it. And I remember my mom feeding us goddamn Winto Green Lifesavers. And I do love me some Winto Green Lifesavers. That's my favorite. That is my favorite. So people are weird. People are weird. All right. All right. I got shit to talk about today, everybody. I got shit to talk about. 
Uh, you guys, uh, long-time listeners know I'm a huge Buffalo Bills fan. That's why there was no podcast on Monday, no freebie on Monday. I was at the game. I was at the Monday night football game in Buffalo, New York. The Buffalo Bills beat the almighty shit out of the Tennessee Titans. It was, uh, it was, it was an unpleasant game if you were a Titans fan. It was a great game as a Buffalo Bills fan. It was a great fucking game. I saw a lot of Titan. Well, I don't want to say I saw a lot of Titans fans because there weren't a lot of Titan fans. But I did see a bunch of Titan fans. And what I liked the most about it was I didn't really see anybody fucking with them. And I appreciate that. As a fan who sees the Bills play more in Detroit, I don't want to get fucked with. As a visiting fan, I'm just there to watch the game. I'm not there to fuck with you. I don't want you to fuck with me. Let's just watch the game. If you guys win, great. If we win, even better. But whatever. I'm not going to rub it in your face because uh, there's a lot more of you than me. So there we go. So it was a good fucking game. I don't know if you guys watched or not. It was As a Bills fan, it was a lot of fun for me. I don't know if it was fun to watch for people who, who aren't Bills fans, even if they're just fans of football. I know it's always interesting to watch Josh Allen. But uh, something happened after the game that, uh, you know, I didn't see and I was not aware of until like a day or two later. Actually, I think I heard about this for the first time yesterday. One of the players for the Bills did something incredibly fucking dumb. And it just makes me go, fucking Christ, you dumb fuck. You're not going to know his name. He's not a guy who plays a ton. His name is Bobby Hart. And Bobby Hart played for the Bills a little bit last year. He was kind of like, he was on the active roster, and then he was on the practice squad, and then he fucking went somewhere else, and then we brought him back. You know, he's a guy who's kind of bounced. He's been in the league, I think, eight years, and he's played on, like, at least four different teams, I believe. He's just bounced around. Is he great? Absolutely not. There's one podcast that I listen to. It's called uh, Locked On Bills. And the guy who is the, the host of that just fucking destroys Bobby Hart all the time. And so, I'm not going to lie, that's the only reason why I'm even aware of this guy's name is because he just gets destroyed all the time. He's not, he's not that good. But he did something really dumb. And this just makes, like, I, I root for the guy because I'm just like, hey, man, I want you to be the best player that you can be. Be the best player that you can be. But he, uh, what he did after the game, apparently at some point in his career, he played for the Titans. I don't know if he, he played very long. I don't know uh, if he was on the active roster or what. But after the game was over, he goes towards a Titans player, an unnamed Titans player. So this day, I still don't know who he was going up to. But you're going, oh, Stu, was he going up to, like, give him a hug and say, hey, man, good game, you know, or whatever. Nope. He went over there to essentially, I'm assuming, fight him. Because <laughs> he goes over there, and this is how dumb he is. He goes over there to hit the guy. And instead of hitting the player, he hit the fucking, he hit a coach on the Titans in the head. He was like, what? I mean, and this is something I don't understand either. The, a lot of these stadiums are set up that, the teams will use the same like tunnel to get to their locker room. And I'm like going, Oh my God, that just sounds like bad news. Right? Like if there is like, 
heated emotions or whatever. Like, you don't want these guys. These guys are fucking, they're pretty physical fucking people, right? You don't, you don't want that. Uh, like, th this whole situation could have been avoided if everybody had their own, like, uh, entrance to the locker room, but whatever. So he, he goes over there, and he closes his fist, and he takes a swing, and he hits the coach in the, in the face. <laughs> the NFL cited the league's unsportsmanlike conduct rules in issuing the suspension. He's been suspended for a game. He, he's, he'll be suspended for the Sunday's game where the Bills will play the uh, Dolphins, and then he can return back to practice after the Sunday's game. So I guess I guess he can't even fucking practice, which I find that weird. Well, whatever. He's uh, hardest 28 years old, reserve guard for the Bills, seventh-round pick of the Giants in 2015. He was on the Titans practice squad last year before the Bills signed him in November. So he's also played uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals as well. So you have four teams over eight seasons. So clearly not, he's serviceable. He's good enough that he can be playing in the league, but he's not like fucking this is the guy that you want. So whatever, whatever. I just find it funny that this is a guy who can't even fucking hit the guy. I'm just like, also too, I'm like, most of these guys they all got pads on. Fuck, they might have a helmet on. Hi, Sadie. You coming up to see me? What are you doing? I got to put some uh, stuff in your eyeball later. What do you think of that? And she's like, oh, I don't like that, Dad. I'm going to walk away from you. Uh, a lot of guys will punch players in the head when they got their helmets on. I'm like, you're just going to hurt your hand, you dumb fuck. I just don't understand guys fighting in football. It's, it's dumb. Bobby Hart. You're dumb. You're doing dumb things. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, speaking of which, this is kind of funny. Um, I kept hearing about this on like other podcasts and stuff. Apparently during the pro the, the uh, broadcast. Oops, hold on a sec. The broadcast of the game on Monday. Again, I, I didn't watch it because I was actually at the game. Dan Orlovsky, a guy who was like, he was a... Backup quarterback for the Lions. He went to the University of Connecticut. Not really a school known for football. They're not cranking out Heisman Trophy winners at Connecticut. But he played for the Lions for a bit. And the thing that he was known most for for the Lions was that he, uh, he stepped out of the back of the end zone while he was trying to throw a pass. He wasn't like, I don't think he was running from anybody. And he just took a step back out of the end zone, and that's the safety, everybody. That's the safety! <laughs> so that's what he was known most for. Now, he's made quite a career for himself as an announcer. I think definitely people, younger folk, definitely know him more as a uh, good announcer. And apparently he does have very good insight into games, good analysis, and hence him uh, being where he is, working for uh, Monday Night Football, ESPN. But apparently he did something on the broadcast and people are kind of wondering what this was. Like, well, I mean, I don't know, maybe you've heard it. I don't know. It's a 19-second clip here. Let's get right to it. He's, he's in the uh, booth with Steve Levy and I think that's Lewis Riddick. And so uh, here's Dan talking. Let's see what we can get here.
Now, now, I don't know if you heard that or not. It sounded like he sneezed and then he farted. Now, um, that can happen. You know, you get a little older. I'm assuming Orlovsky's at least in his 40s. Uh, sometimes you sneeze and then sometimes you lose control over your sphincter. And you let out a little toot. But most of us don't do it on national television for a very uh, watched uh, football game. He's talking about Josh Allen. Let's listen to it again. The big change is the commitment to running the football. And they believe that, one, it gives them peace Oops. to do it. Hold on. The big, the big change is Hold the... On. See now, now some people are saying that fart, that fart noise was like a sound drop or something, and I'm like, I suppose, but I'm like going, why would they sound drop a sneeze and a fart in a, a Monday Night Football game? This is not a wacky morning show where you got fucking the crazy producer in the corner just fucking hammering the soundboard. Playing all sorts of wacky sounds. Hey, fart noise. It wasn't even like he was talking and it was like, it, he, it was like this. He stopped. He stopped talking. A two. So I choose to believe that he ripped one. I'm choosing to believe that, everybody. It's just, it's funny to me. Nobody addressed it. It just kind of went on. Uh, the 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 thing about it too is um, the camera wasn't on him while he was talking. It, it, there was it was just the the video of Josh Allen warming up in the end zone throwing footballs is when you hear the a chew and the. Is there a problem with somebody farting on TV? Fuck no. Is it funny as hell? Hell yeah, it's funny as hell. I love a good old fart. Fart jokes are the best. Farts will never not be funny. I got a fart right now. I farted. I don't know if you guys heard that or not. <laughs> I farted. Ah, <laughs> uh, so just so funny. So I, I bring that up too because there's an article here that I found from the wonderful publication known as the New York Post. They talk about holding back your gas and if farting was a deal breaker. Uh, like for when you're dating. Uh, and so they, there was a survey of 2,000 adults. And uh, they were wondering like uh, incidences of farting. Like is it bad? Do you need to hold it in? Conducted by one poll on behalf of GasX, that's great. The survey uh, found that gas is not only affecting Americans socially, but also in their professional lives. With the topic of returning to work uh, on the top of everyone's mind, the poll discovered over a quarter, 26%, think the worst place to accidentally experience gas is during a work meeting or professional outing. Yeah, I would I imagine so. Your boss is giving a little speech and you're like... <laughs> Sorry, boss. Burritos for lunch. We gotta have these meetings before lunch, you fucking dick. Not after. 
While a completely normal bodily function, most survey respondents agree that they consider gas 68% to be more embarrassing than finding food in their teeth 44%, something in their nose 49%, or even having their zipper down 43%. Now, I have had my zipper down a lot in my life. I have been on stage telling jokes <laughs> and the entire time my fly has been down. Now, I used to wear shirts. I would wear button-down shirts that I wouldn't tuck in so they would be long and they were probably like covering the zipper area so people wouldn't necessarily know. But I'd get off stage, I was like, ah, fuck, my zipper was down the entire time. Ugh. Do you tell people? I tell people. If someone's got their zipper down, I'd be like, hey, man, the barn door's open. And they're like, what? Huh? Oh, thanks, man. You, normally. The same with teeth. You know, food in the teeth. Usually it's like spinach or some shit. Like, hey, man, you got some spinach in your teeth. Oh, fuck, yeah. Little bugger. You just tell, you tell people. You tell people about that shit. Now, if they fart, I'll just like high five them and be like, nice one, man. Nice ripper. While experiencing symptoms of gas or other bodily functions in public, 26% of people have pretended it didn't happen or attempted to prevent it from happening. Yeah, I mean, you do your best in holding it in, right? You do your best, but whatever. I think I've read studies before that said it's not good for you to, uh, to hold it in. It can cause problems for you. Don't hold it in. Let that shit out. But when do you uh, when do you fart in front of the significant other for the first time? When do you decide that's okay? Particularly you ladies. I know you ladies fart. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> but when when do you fart in front of your significant other? <laughs> when do you have them pull your finger? <laughs> I want to know. Um. Listener Scott from Pennsylvania, good old PA, Scott from PA. He likes sending me articles of shit to talk about. I need to try and talk about him more than I do. But he sent me one today that just made me go, Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. Are, are cops stupid? Are people this stupid? Like, I, you know, I wish that people would just go, yeah, clearly this person was fucking joking when they said this shit. We don't need to go investigate, all right? What 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 are the, what is the ability of this person actually doing what they just said? None. But this was about a student who was going to the University of Utah, the good old Utah Utes. What's a Ute? Twenty-one-year-old <laughs> student there, right? And apparently on social media, she posted and she said, "If the Utes don't win." I'm going to detonate the nuclear reactor on campus. First off, I was like, there's a nuclear reactor on the campus of the University of Utah? That's what I was more stunned by. Not by the fact that a fucking dumb student said they would go and fucking uh, set it off. You just, you know, you just see you college kids, 21-year-olds, say dumb shit. 
According to police, a 21-year-old student allegedly posted on social media that if the Utes lost Saturday's game, she'd be detonating the nuclear reactor on campus. <laughs> After identifying the woman and interviewing her, police arrested the woman Wednesday, and she was booked in the Salt Lake County Jail for making terroristic threats. She was released later Wednesday because they realized, hey, we're dumb fucking idiots, and there's no way she could have done what she said she was going to do. Police noted that although the woman intended the comment to be a joke, really, you think? You think? We have a zero-tolerance policy for these kind of threats, Chief Jason Hinojosa. Hinojosa. I'm assuming that's how you say his name. H-I-N-O-J-O-S-A. Hinojosa. Hinojosa. According to radio station KSL in Utah, which first reported on the woman's arrest, police had notified... Or, excuse me, police had noted in an affidavit that she had information about the reactor and had attended classes in the same building it is located. Well, thank God we didn't have to worry about it because Utah destroyed San Diego State and beat them 35-7. to They probably lost because San Diego State didn't have fucking punt got on the team anymore. <laughs> so thank God the Utes won and we didn't have to worry about a 21-year-old woman sneaking in and setting off a nuclear reactor. I'm sure there's like no security there at all. I'm sure the, the, none of the doors are locked. I'm sure you can just fucking walk in there and just ask, hey, I got some dipping Dots for sale. You guys need some fucking dipping Dots? It might help cool off the uh, nuclear reactor. You ever think about that? Isn't there something better for cops to be doing than investigating a woman saying, hey, I'm going to do... Like, really? Stupid. I saw a, a clip today, too, on, like, CNN of a woman... Uh, this was another thing, I think, in Pennsylvania. A lot of shit goes on in Pennsylvania. No, I'm sorry, it was Ohio. Some podunk town in Ohio. And the, uh, this female cop pulled over this guy he was like speeding and not wearing a seatbelt being all around douchebag right and you see all the it's all dashboard cam and she's talking to him she's on the driver's side or excuse me the passenger side window talking him through the window and she's like asking for license and registration and for whatever reason he get he gets out of his car and she's like, what are you, why are you getting out? And he's like, ah, I'm getting my license. And it was, apparently he kept his license in the back seat. What? And then she's like, uh, you need to get back in your car. And he's like, I'm not fucking getting in the car. And he's like being really aggressive to her. So she's like, put your hands on the car. And he wouldn't do it. So she starts to like push him because she doesn't know what this fucker is going to do. So then he starts shoving her, and he's wrestling her, and she's kind of a biggin', right? But I think this guy's going to take her, but he's a little older. He's like 64. And so this is this is probably like a good scuffle. 64-year-old hillbilly fuck versus probably a shorter 30-something uh, biggin' chick, right? Like, this is a fight I'm interested in seeing. Uh, but they're, like, going, but they're on, like, a... Kind of, it looks like a much busier uh, street because you're seeing all these cars go past and these people are probably just looking and going over like, what? Is there a dude fighting a cop? What the fuck? And so multiple people did pull over 
And one dude just came over and was like, not today! And he just fucking uh, bulldozed the guy <laughs> and just fucking put him in a bear hug. And they had this dude on the ground. It reminded him of my time in psych hospitals while you're just piling on people. Because then like three more people showed up. And then another cop finally showed up. And the lady's like yelling at the guy. This is what this is the problem that I had. Because this is all just like bad stereotype shit. Because she's like, you don't do this. You don't punch a woman. You don't push a woman. And I'm like, I think he probably would have done that to you even if you were a dude. But I'm like going, you don't do it to anybody. Why? Where's this whole rule of don't punch a woman? Where the fuck did that came from? How about you don't punch anybody? Jesus Christ. Just so funny. So yeah, they fucking hogtied that motherfucker and they threw him in the goddamn uh, truck. And he, he's getting arrested with for all sorts of other dumb shit. He just went out to take him for speeding and no seatbelt. But then it was like disorderly conduct and uh, assaulting an officer and all sorts of shit. But it was just kind of nice that people came over and were like, oh, fuck, there is a uh, an officer in distress and I should probably do something. Here's here's the uh, here's the the topper, everybody. Uh, the 64 year old dude was white. <laughs> maybe, but maybe that's why they didn't shoot him. <laughs> Ugh, funny. All right, everybody, I'm done. I am. Do I was probably done at minute two, but I'm done now. Uh, if you guys can do me a solid, go like the Facebook page, go like the Twitter page, please. If you can do the whole rate, review, subscribe, please, that'd be great. If you don't, 100% get it. I get it, 100%. I don't do it, so I get it if you don't do it. But if you could, that'd be great. If uh, you could check out my Macari store, all sorts of sports shit. If you could check out my uh, store on TeePublic. I got four t-shirts for sale over there on T Public. Uh, my uh, my store name is Stew's Mafia. How about that? Stew's Mafia. Check that out. And then uh, if you can do these four things for me too, go check out Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, Matt sells a lot of art. He's making a lot of these clay gnome things. And he's got an Etsy store for it. Barefoot Gnomes. So go check out Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T stands for titties. Titties. Then check out Magic JDM on Facebook. That's John Badass Midgley. He's got a page for all his magic stuff. If you like magic, you'll like that page. Check it out, Magic JBM. Then we got the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. Married couple that eats a shit ton of coleslaw. A shit ton of coleslaw. And uh, they do Facebook Lives of themselves eating the coleslaw. So uh, what day of the week do they do that, Stu? Probably Sunday, because it's the Sunday slaw. So go check them out over on Facebook. And then last but not least, Bear Boards and Tables. They have a Facebook page and an Instagram page that's Bear Like a Grizzly, Bear Boards and Tables. Uh, Mark makes a lot of stuff out of wood, keychains, knickknacks, cutting boards, tables, probably anything you want. He can make it out of wood. Uh, so he's got a store on Macari. So if you go to the Facebook or the Instagram, probably go to the Instagram. I'll tell you to go to the Instagram. 
uh, go check it out. He'll have a link there to the Macari store, and you can buy something from him. So that'd be sweet if you could do that. So again, Bear Boards and Tables on Facebook and Instagram. Magic JBM on Facebook. The Sunday Slaw on Facebook. And Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. If you could do those things, that'd be great. And then also, everybody, uh, on my Twitter page and Facebook fan page, uh, I got a thing about Brett Favre. Huge piece of shit. Brett Favre's a huge piece of shit. I have this uh, Brett Favre figurine uh, that I'm going to burn. I'm going to burn it, motherfucker. I'm going to melt that motherfucker. Because uh, he's a huge piece of shit. If you want to find out why he's a huge piece of shit, just uh, type in Brett Favre into your search bar and then hit n the news section. And it'll all come up about how he was stealing, uh, like, I think he stole a million dollars, two million dollars from uh, Mississippi. And, uh, yeah, huge piece of shit. Um, and I'm going to burn it. So what I'm looking to do is I'm trying to get people to donate to a charity of their choice. And then uh, just send me a screenshot of their donation receipt. And there we go. I'm, I'm looking to see if I can get a uh, hundred bucks. Is that a lot of money? Yeah. But it's a lot fucking less than what goddamn Brett Favre stole. So if you guys are interested, go check out my Twitter and my Facebook page. That'd be great. Uh, if you guys can consider subscribing to the Patreon, that's uh, just this podcast, but more. Five bucks a month gets you way more of this podcast over at patreon.com. Uh, freebies are Mondays and Thursdays, and the Patreon is pretty much every other day of the week. So uh, just five bucks a month. It'll help me pay for uh, my dog's uh, eye drops and uh, antibiotics. Antibiotics. So, all right, everybody, that's it. I love you. I will see you tomorrow for the Patreon, and uh, or I'll see you on Monday for the next freebie. All right, guys, thanks much. We'll talk to you later. Okay, bye.